Are you looking at picking up a brand spanking new piece of equipment? Because maybe the headaches of fixing used equipment every single day is wearing on you, the inconsistency of performance is screwing with your profitability, having to spend all this time trying to find the exact piece of equipment you're looking for at the price you want on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist is just too much. And but you're kind of looking at the price tags and wondering how anyone could ever afford to buy these, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar mowers outright. Or maybe you know you can finance that piece of equipment easily, but you're just not sure if you should. After all, all of the Dave Ramsey fanboys are telling you that the minute you use a credit card on gas, you'll be bankrupted and owned by the financial institutions. In this episode, I'm going to be breaking down the philosophy I use when deciding whether or not to finance a piece of equipment and how I make sure that I'm taking as little risk as possible when borrowing money. Welcome to the Debt or No Debt episode, and welcome to the Motivated Lawn Care Show, the podcast designed to help you grow your lawn and landscape business far beyond the six-figure mark so you can stop living paycheck to paycheck and start living the life and business uh, of your dreams sooner and easier than you ever thought possible. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, and I've personally scaled my business from two clients just four or five years ago to close to $300,000 this past year. I've had the opportunity to help a handful of guys just like you grow their businesses as well, which has been cool to see. And we are tracking down that seven-figure mark in 2024. And man, I'm going to say here, we're going to cross that mark. So if you're on the fence between sucking it up, draining the savings account, or biting the bullet and bleeding the interest, this episode should give clarity into what you should do and what you should be careful of. I'm going to be doing this by breaking down the pros and cons of debt versus no debt, why you would choose one or the other. and then break down things into, I'll talk about like company credit cards and lines of credit. Then I'll talk about trucks, right, auto loans. And then I'll talk about um, credit and debt when it comes to all other pieces of equipment. But first, let's lay out um, the pros and cons of each, right? No debt or going into debt when growing your business. So let's talk about no debt first. Let's talk about the thing that is, um, I wouldn't say incredibly popular. It just seems like the... <clears throat> I don't know, the more moral thing to do, you know, the more altruistic, the more uh, honorable thing to do is to go no debt. Let's talk about that first because the elephant in the room I hear quite a few people talk about uh, building a business with no debt. I had um, Brian Clayton on the show and and I believe he built, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say it was... Uh, it was definitely eight figures. It might have been nine figures. It was a really big company. It's a very, very large lawn and landscape company. You guys can correct me. It has been a minute since I've chatted with him. But he built a very large company, built it debt-free. He just never had any cash in the bank, which is very stressful. And at the end, I'm going to kind of explain to you um, and give you guys a little bit more context. So I'm going to kind of like more blanket statement why you would go with one or the other so you might be able to kind of fit in your mind what makes sense. But at the very end, I'm going to provide you with a very simple way of figuring out if debt is the right way to go um, for you and your business. Now, this is not financial advice. You do you. Speak to a financial advisor for sure, but this will give you guys some more context. So let's talk about no debt. Pros, okay? Peace of mind. It's fair. Better cash flow, right? Since no payments with the same level of revenues. And again, we're talking the same amount of revenue as with debt as um, without Without no debt, obviously, you're not going to have payments. So if you can do the same revenue numbers, you're good to go. Um, it's easier to not get too ahead of yourself and buy things that you don't really need. I'll talk about a little bit more about that later. Um, and you're going to have a higher company valuation with the same profit, if you have the same exact profit as a company um, with debt, but you don't have debt. I'm going to tell you right now, like you're, the, the value of your business 
is um, your EBITDA, which is basically your profit less your debt. And so if you have more debt than you have profit in a year, your company might be pretty much worthless. <laughs> just straight up, like it's, it just might not be worth anything. Um, and so definitely, 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 definitely a company that is, um, you know, has no debt at all, like Brian Clayton said, and he sold his company for a large sum of money. Um, a company that has no debt is just going to sell for a lot more because nobody wants to take the debt and nobody cares what kind of trucks you have. They don't buy the business for the equipment. It's not that important. Yes, is it a capital asset? Sure. But like it, it doesn't matter that much. It's a vehicle. It's a tool. It's a piece of equipment. They could trade it all, all the hustlers for a Ferris or a Ferris for a Skag or this or that, the third. It doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, the, the make of each thing doesn't really affect your valuation as much, but the debt on it unfortunately does. Let's talk about the cons of no debt, okay? A lot of people are just preaching the good news about no debt. It's the way to go, da-da-da, this, that, and the third. Here's some cons of it, okay? Slow growth, okay? You basically need to live in poverty in order to have decent things for the business, okay? So you could say that you have to choose in your life between if you want nice things in um, either your business or your personal life, you might have to finance one of them, Okay? Um, if you're okay with having so-so in one and good in the other, that's fine, right? A lot of debt in your business, really good lifestyle where you can pay cash for a lot of things. Um, but maybe you have um, no debt in your business, but a lot of consumer debt in order to live that lifestyle. Or you have really nice equipment in your business, but your personal life, you live like poverty, okay? It's, it's slower growth. It Like Brian Clayton said, and again, there's, there's um, an episode if you guys scroll back to about midsummer, massive company, um, massive exit there as well. Basically, when you look at that, like he didn't have a lot of money in the bank. He didn't pay himself very much, which is understandable. In the beginning, you shouldn't be paying yourself a lot because you're really just draining opportunities from your business to grow and for your business to flourish more. Okay, less overall profit. Okay, people are confused. Like, wait, 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 wait. So if I have no debt aren't I going to make more profit? The answer is yes, caveat, at the same level of revenue. Okay, everything else is the same, except you don't have debt of, and payments, of course, you're going to make more money. That's just how it works. However, I would say this, when you have um, no debt, you're probably not growing nearly as quickly. I can tell you right now that if I did not use debt, I'd have two trucks instead of four. Just period. Just end of story. Would have had two instead of four. Would not have the same kind of money in the bank that I have now. Would not be as capable of an individual. Wouldn't know how to manage people as well. It is what it is, right? There's a pro and a con. You're just not going to be able to grow the same way. So overall, you're probably going to make as a big number more profit by carrying debt. Now, at the same revenue, let's say you're doing five million in revenue. Uh, one company's doing a um, I don't know, let's say a, a 25% margin for no debt and a 20% margin for with debt, right? Again, this is all hypothetical. Your numbers are probably gonna be a lot different than that. But let's say it's 25%. So you do, right, 1.25 in the one business versus 1 million in the, the other, right? 1.25 million in a year for no debt business, 1 million in profit in a year for the business with debt, right? But... I'll tell you right now, the business with debt could probably get there in three years, whereas the business with no debt, it took them eight or nine years to get there or however many years. It takes significantly longer. So just keep that in mind. Um, it's going to be really tough to, to grow and, and hire the next level of employees. 
Um, it's you're gonna have to deal with so many more stupid things with equipment because you're gonna have to buy used most of the time, and so you're just you're not gonna get anywhere close to the same overall numbers. And at the end of the day, probably not even close to the same amount of profit because if you think about it, in three years, yeah, you hit your million dollars a year in profit, or if you go with the no debt approach, it takes seven or eight years doing the same exact thing. I, it's up to you, uh, to each his own for sure. Um, and then the other con is way more headaches, work, and issues with equipment. That's just saying it like it is. Um, let's talk about debt. Let's talk about the pros. Let's let's jump into that, right? And you're already like, oh, he's tooting the debt horn. Just hold on. Hold your horses. Let's talk about the pros and the cons. Pros, accelerate growth majorly, okay? Just a fact of life. When you can borrow money, you can make more money faster, okay? Um, you get access to more debt in the future, which if you don't really want that, doesn't really matter. But having... Um, uh, debt products for your business, I guess you could call it a product, um, having these uh, auto loans and equipment loans and credit cards for your business, it reports back, believe it or not, as crazy as this sounds, um, there are two types of credit scores. There's your personal credit score and then there's your business credit score. And I can get all into the nitty gritty of this in another episode if you guys want me to. Let me know. You can just comment in a review if you want to leave a review. You're like, yes, I want to learn about debt and how to get more of it and what this is and how this can actually be used as a tool. You want me to talk more about that? Great. Let me know because um, this is something that I did a lot, a lot, a lot of research on. And you can get in a lot of trouble if you're not smart with it. But you're going to get access to more debt in the future. And there will reach a certain point where your business can finance a vehicle and you don't even have to personally guarantee because in the beginning when you're buying things you're gonna have to sign where if the company can't pay for it it comes out of your pocket versus you'll get to a point where you can you know finance all the vehicles everything and you don't have to sign off on it you don't it doesn't fall back on you which is a really good comfort thing because it's they're not going to come after you personally if you guys miss a truck payment so there is debt that you get more access to debt in the future which for some people is just a spiral of not goodness but in my mind you you will need to have these things at some point the bigger you get you're gonna want a line of credit for your business which we'll talk about more in a second but if you have never used any other products products before and you're a newer business or your entity is new, you've recently switched entities or whatnot, you're not going to get access to this. And it basically means you could run out of cash in a really hairy situation really quickly. Um, let's talk also about, for pros, um, that the fact that you're going to get new high-quality equipment, which, by the way, you're going to retain better employees when you do that. When you have good equipment, the employees want to stick around. When it's breaking every other minute and they're underneath the mower and you're like, why aren't you guys done for the day? And you're like, because the belt came off seven times while we were working today. Guess what? People quit. People don't like it. You don't like it. It messes with profitability and consistency. It can be a pain. Okay. New high quality equipment, warranties, all that good stuff. Don't even have to worry about it. Okay. Uh, another pro, more money to pour into better employees, marketing, and everything else. Okay. Everything else in your business is just going to be better. It's just plain going to be better. Um, versus going out and, and paying for things in in cash. The only thing, so you can provide a better business for your employees and your clients and um, your bank account, but you have to deal with the stress of the fact that if we miss a payment or something happens, I'm personally getting bankrupted too. Whereas when it comes to, oh, we ran out of cash, but we own all this equipment outright, let's sell some equipment, but your entire existence up until that point is going to be kind of crappy because you can't pay your employees as well, because you can't market and grow as quickly, um, because your personal bank account isn't quite as as fat, all those things. So those are the pros. Cons. Let's talk about cons. Okay. 
Debt makes the small oops moments for newbies into moments where they lose it all and go bankrupt. Okay, and we're going to talk about this here in a second, how you can avoid doing this. Okay, but when you make mistakes in your business, debt magnifies how bad it was because now you're in a leveraged position. Okay, like it's it's a point of leverage. It's a point where you're you're stretching your arm real, real long, reaching, reaching, reaching. You're not pulling back quickly. You know, you're you're stretched all the way out. You're stretched thin. If something happens, it's game over. Okay, it makes the small oops moments for newbies into moments where they lose it all and go bankrupt. I'm gonna give some you know advice and feedback from me when I started. Um, I bought everything in cash. I did, and I loved it. It's it's uh, it was a, it was a fantastic feeling. It also kind of sucked to have like five grand in my bank account. You know, after spending all this money on this equipment, it definitely sucked to, to feel that feeling. Had no nothing to think about though, no extra bills. I'll tell you, I make a lot more money now with debt, and I don't even care if there's money leaving my bank account because there's way more coming in. But at the time, it's it was a nice thing to not have to think about, and I was 17, so it wasn't like I was going to get access to any debt in the first place. But it does make the small oops moments for newbies into moments where it's just you're just destroyed. Okay, um, you also have that nagging feeling that you owe someone more than you have which sucks because you're like, dude, I have so much money on these pieces of equipment. And it's if I had to pay them off, I don't even have enough money for it, which I will say is not quite the right way of thinking about it because you have enough equity in your pieces of equipment that if you had to sell them, you're probably still going to get a little bit of cash out of them if you had to sell them. But that's just me being honest with you. Um, but you do have that nagging feeling and you get some harassment from the Dave Ramsey crowd, which is a real thing. So like I said, before we jump into each of the different types of debt that exist, credit cards, lines of credit, auto loans, equipment loans, let's. I, I want to mention one more time that there is a separate credit score for your business and for you. Okay. And we're going to, it'll make sense and I'll touch on it a couple more times as we walk through this. So first, let's talk about credit cards. Okay. My take, hot take, ready? Absolute necessity, okay? It is free points, it is free money, and you build up your business credit score just in case, just in case you need to pull a line of credit in the future or you need to work with the bank in the future on something, uh, you know, that loader, that this, that, the third, something, a, a dump truck, something that you guys really need, okay? You'll have that credit score built up and you'll be you'll be building that up slowly and you get free points, dude. The sign-on bonuses, um, you'll generally get for most business credit cards is going to be about a thousand dollars worth of sign-on bonuses. So basically, if you spend a thousand dollars on your credit card, you can get they'll take that take care of that for you for free. So you get a free thousand bucks. So you're welcome. Um, and you can set up auto pay if you're one of those people. You're like, I don't want to owe any money on the card, even if it's zero percent interest. And da, da, da. sure, set up auto pay to pay down the entire thing at the end of every month. And guess what? You just got to wait three weeks to pay for the thing, right? You get to be one of your clients. You get to be a commercial client, right? Like at the end of the month, you have to pay for it. Up until that point, you're scot-free. You don't have to worry about it. Um, so again, you get free points. Uh, it's better for cash flow because obviously you don't have to pay for things until the end of the month. You build up your credit score. You get free points. It's um, like 1.5% on every purchase. So imagine getting a 1.5% discount on everything you spent money on. If you're spending a lot of money on things, you'll know it, it adds up. You know, a couple hundred bucks a month over the course of a year ends up being a couple thousand bucks. Not bad. Well done. That's a snowmobile. You know, all good. Um, so don't be ridiculous. If you can get one, go get one. Okay. If you have enough 
credit to go get a business credit card for your business, go get one. It can be a $1,000 credit card. I think we have like a $6,000 card. It's not crazy. I should work on getting a, uh, you know some bigger ones, but it doesn't have to be super crazy. Okay, you don't have to go too ridiculous. Just have something. Get the sign-on bonus, get the points, build that sucker up just in case. Okay, it's it's there's no reason why you wouldn't have it. It does not affect your personal credit at all. It literally doesn't even affect your personal credit. It's only your business credit. So even if you don't pay them for it, yeah, you're gonna owe fees, but it's not gonna knock your personal credit. So there's that. Next, lines of credit. Okay. What is a line of credit? A line of credit is very similar to, I would say it's closest to being like a credit card. I'll say it that way, okay? So a line of credit is a certain amount of money that you have access to from the bank at any moment in time that you can spend on anything. You can just transfer that non-existent money into your bank account to make payroll if you have to, to uh, make payments on vehicles. Whereas with a credit card, you just can't do that. You can't be paying your guys with a credit card. You need money in your bank account to do that. Um, and so a line of credit is is basically that. It is a great safety net, but do not, do not, please do not use it to grow your business. Just save the money and pour it into it. I think that if you need to use your line of credit to grow your business, whew, you're walking on thin lines. Like you're, you're, man, you are walking a fine line. You could easily just fall right off of that and it's game over. So I personally would never use it as something to uh, grow your business unless it's kind of like a guaranteed thing like hey I need this piece of equipment today but I know that I, that this one contract will pay for it and my employee and and you know pay off the piece of equipment so you know 6 months time I'll have this piece of equipment this client and a full employee and you know at that point I'll be making dough 6 months from now I just need the money now and it's a half a percent right like the interest is very very low on these lines of credit I personally think of it as an emergency thing. If something really bad goes wrong, you're fine. You're chilling. You can make payroll. You can do this. You can do that. The net 30s are taking too long to pay you. You're good. You're fine. As long as the money comes in eventually, you're good. You're totally fine. Um, so there's that. Um, it, it can be a great way to get sloppy in your business because the money isn't yours, right? <laughs> For anybody out there who knows, it's just like the government. It ain't their money, so they do not care. You know, they will spend it on whatever they want, right? Same with if I give you a hundred bucks and told you, "Hey, go buy, uh, go buy, um, you know, lunch." You're like, "He gave me a hundred bucks." Are you gonna be like, "Oh, I'll spend two of it," you know, "I'll save some money." You're like, "Nah, bro, I'm getting a steak. I'm getting a steak for myself, right?" You're gonna spend more. You just the money's just there. I'm sorry. I get it. There's some people with an insane amount of self-control, but it's not even a self-control thing at a certain point. It's a mental thing of just like, oh, I have money sitting there. I could throw money at that thing. And then it just spirals from there. So be really careful of that. Um, so having a line of credit, a great safety net, I personally wouldn't advise using it as a way to grow your business. Okay. Um, you also likely won't be able to get access to this unless you've been in business for at least two to three years. You'll likely need a, a past relationship with the bank. You'll need access to a business relationship manager which generally takes a million dollar net worth or at least a million dollar smile and a handshake. Mine was the million dollar smile and a handshake. If you have a million dollar net worth, they'll they'll talk to you and you're probably going to want a decent so like a 700 plus personal credit score and some level of existing business credit it could just be credit cards, maybe one business auto loan or something that you paid off already or whatnot or have 95% paid down. Simple stuff like that. It's not as easy to get your hands on as a credit card, but um, eventually once your entity, uh, the entity of your business is past that, I think it's 
two or three years, it's no longer considered a startup. It's like, all right, well, this person's been around for a while, so they at least know something. You know, it's not they're not a brand new business. Um, let's talk about auto loans. Number three, auto loans. My take, okay? To each his own, but this is my take, okay? If you are stretching it and the only way you can afford a pickup truck is to finance or lease a newer truck, don't do it. Don't do it. If anything breaks that is not covered under warranty or you do something stupid that isn't under warranty you don't know, you won't be able to afford it anyway, okay? And you most certainly don't have the financial foundations to be putting yourself under any kind of leverage, any kind of leverage. If you don't have the money, like like if you can't afford to buy one vehicle, one vehicle, and the only way that you can pull this off is to finance or a lease, like a brand new piece of equipment. You can't put a down payment on anything. You're like, oh my God, da, 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 da. And you don't have contracts lined up. Do not, it's too leveraged. You're, you're screwed. Like you don't, your personal finances are not in a position to be able to do this. So why would you think that it's a good idea to do this for your business? Like it, like you clearly, you don't have the financial foundations yet, which is nothing wrong with that. You'll get there. You're, we're, we're making progress. This is why we're listening in here today. We're learning about these things. But don't put yourself under stupid leverage because that's the only thing you can afford is the fanciest one because you can get a great loan on it or lease it, okay? Get a car, get a trailer for the car, make do, okay? Keep it simple in the beginning. I, I definitely, 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 definitely wouldn't. This is something that I didn't do. So I'm, I'm preaching I'm preaching, and I've got, I've got the right to say this. The first one you get, you buy it in cash, okay? I started with a bicycle and a trailer, okay? This was gosh, uh, two and a half, three years ago, three years ago, something like that. It has not been that long. I had a bicycle, dude, made 20K, got myself a truck, pay cash for it, okay? Not, it, do, it doesn't have to be super, it doesn't have to be rocket science here, guys. Buy something in cash, earn your stripes. Once you know how to make money and understand some business, now we can start getting into leverage, okay? When you've already sold the work and you just need something to pull the equipment and you need it now so you can go do the work, go ahead and finance a truck. That's smart. You already have the money lined up. Uh, you might not have the cash right now because you haven't started collecting it now since you haven't done the work yet. That's fair. You know the money's coming. It's under contract. I don't mind using auto loans as a tool, but do not use them as a dice that you roll where it's like, well, I can make the first two months payments and let's see if this business takes off. No, dude, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, roll the dice with your money that came from pulling a push mower out of the back of your 2003 Toyota Camry for a year. Right? You make your 20K. Then guess what? You sell the Camry and you go out there and you buy that $6,000, $7,000 piece of junk. And this year, you do 70 grand. Now you got 70 grand sitting around and you can buy whatever you want. You can buy a great truck for 20, 30 grand. You can buy a work truck with four wheel drive and you know, minimal rust and a, and a good enough size engine that you can pull stuff around for 20 grand. And you're chilling, dude, okay? So that's my take on auto loans. Use it as a tool, not a dice, okay? Uh, four, equipment loans, my take, ready? So easy to get, much better rates than an auto loan, but zero resale value, okay? So you're thinking to yourself, dude, these interest rates are just insane, bro. The discounts they give for buying in bulk, oh my God, it's crazy, right? There is a reason why. Pieces of equipment like this have no resale value, okay? A truck, 
maybe a little bit more because it's more utilitarian. But dude, like a mower or a trailer, it's it's way more specialized. If you think depreciation on a truck is bad, man, a mower is bad, dude. A mower is bad. So you're gonna be taking a massive depreciation hit. Just know that you're gonna be upside down from day one. Um, other than that, my opinion is exactly the same as that of auto loans. Line up the work, then get the tool. It can't always work that way, but in our current economy, it would be stupid to buy more than you need if you can't afford to, okay? There was a time in COVID era where business was boom. It's just, it was crazy. It was crazy. People, you didn't have to know what you were doing to grow your business. I kind of came in on the tail end of that, so I caught a little bit of the back end. Um, and then last year was just a very normal year, and uh, we still did good. But um, yeah, you don't. There's equipment available. <laughs> you know, you don't have to buy it before you need it. Okay, buy it when you need it. Don't be stupid. Until then, slowly build up the fleet instead of financing all the motors you need in March when you won't even need half of them until mid-May. Okay. All right. Let's wrap this up with a, a, a kind of a summary of my take and what you should do and what lens you should look at this with. Okay. Right now, here's what I'm doing. I finance my trucks. And I'll finance pretty much as much as they'll let me, okay? But I only buy a truck when I need it to do the work. The work is already booked. It's under contract. I know it pays for the truck and the labor and turns a profit for me. And I know that. And I'm just waiting for checks to come in. Sure, I'll take the free money and pay the interest out the wazoo, whatever, right? And I do my best to work as good of a deal as possible to get some money off. And I'm not buying, you know one-ton diesel top trim dualies. I'm buying 2011, 2016, three-quarter and one-ton trucks with gas engines, okay? It's not rocket, it's not too crazy stuff, okay? When it comes to mowers and trailers, you can get some pretty insane interest rates, as, as in good, like basically 0%, which is great, except you really don't need to be buying anything brand new because slightly used is pretty much the same thing. Um, like I have a 2020 Fast Track 60-inch, and it'll do 75% of a brand new mower, and I can pick one up for four grand instead of eight grand for the same thing, just a newer one. So that's that's kind of my opinion on that, right? Trailers, dude, a 2001, 2024, there's not that much of a difference. It's not that big of a deal. So buy hot deals with cash off of Marketplace if you're just starting out. The bigger you get, I will say with, with me, I just don't have, dude, I don't, I genuinely don't have time to be on Facebook Marketplace trying to coordinate with these four different people to, you know, on a Sunday morning at six o'clock in the morning, be driving out to some insane location and go get the trailer that that's the size I need. I, if I can just order the trailer, it shows up the dealership, they get me 2% interest for 24 months and they don't want any money down, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll take the trailer, right? There gets, there comes a point where you're going to be buying new stuff anyway, just so you can order it and get what you need and you're willing to pay a little bit extra and you don't want the headache of the equipment breaking all the time, why not take the, it's 2% interest. You can't get that anywhere else, right? It's 24 months. It's going to be paid off in 24 months. Dude, you're totally good. It's insured. It's fine. It's totally fine. Um, and yeah, if you're buying new stuff anyway, it just, it gets ridiculous. It does make sense to finance and spend the extra cash on marketing and hiring, okay? Here's the lens I want you to look at this with. The reason that businesses go bankrupt is because they run out of cash. They run out of cash. We are just trying to prevent ourselves from running out of cash. And if your conscience says, nah, I can't carry that much debt, use a little bit. Use a little bit. Then pay that debt off and then go scot-free. OK? 
Okay, I, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. But the number one rule is don't run out of money. In the spring, if you've got a lot of employees that are getting trained, a lot of uh, clients that are coming on, and a lot of money going out for marketing, right? You just you're not making a lot of money, and you really don't want to run out of money at the end of April, not be able to make payroll. Everybody quits. Now you can't do the work that you promised. Now your reputation is screwed. Now you can't make payments on vehicles or or whatnot. Um, maybe maybe you buy it in cash, so you you don't have payments, but you just don't have cash. You're done. You're like you've run out of money. So if financing is a way to make sure that you don't run out of cash, go for it as long as you're not using it as like a dice to roll. If you have the work lined up and you're just like cash wise, I'd rather, you know, just chill out for a minute. I totally get it. Um, but know thyself. Okay. When you resolve to buy things, you know, with with cash, if you resolve to do that, dude, go for it. It's 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 100% a, a very honorable way of doing business. I most certainly am very impressed by people who go out and buy everything in cash. I did it for a while. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, it's just not worth my headache. But here if your people are getting nicer stuff than I have with cash, and I just say, hey, you know what? Priorities, know thyself. I know that I'm not gonna go out and get a high country because I can, because I can finance it. I know that I'm I'll still get the work truck, right? And so my rule for you is don't run out of money. If that means don't take out debt because the debt is letting you um, mentally spend more on things that you don't need to for no good reason at all, then don't do the debt. Don't do the debt. But if you're going to buy everything in cash, but you, I want the premium option. I want the brand new. I want the this, that, and the third. And you're going to bankrupt yourself before the season, before anything even gets started, then I would say that you should probably look at financing things like mowers and trailers and, and things that you can get for low interest rates. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you have questions, uh, my Instagram is linked down below if you ever want to DM me. Guys do it all the time. I'm happy to uh, get back to you. I <laughs> I am not on maybe all but twice a month. So I will get back to you when I, when I get back on. But if you have any questions, you can feel free to DM me there on Instagram. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Got some context on debt for you and your business. And I will see you guys next week.